Welcome to the Discover Life Podcast. I'm Brock McDonald, and I want you to discover the path to strong health, whole hearts, and steady impact. This week, we're talking about three things under the umbrella of be yourself. Who are you? We're going to talk about trees, steel, and infrared. All right, so trees. Thomas Merton, he was this old guy, he was a monk, and he, he wrote this quote, A tree gives glory to God by being a tree. For in being what God means it to be, it's obeying God. It consents, so to speak, to God's creative love. It's expressing an idea which is in God and which is not distinct from the essence of God. Therefore, the tree imitates God by being a tree. Interesting. He's talking about trees, but he's talking about people. Uh, glorifying God by who he made me to be. Uh, C.S. Lewis, he said that we're all bent and like we're, we have this brokenness inside of us. And we can't fix the bend by trying harder. Um, so who are you? It's not what the world tells you you are. It's not what your friends, your media says. And you are also not what you are tempted to do. We're all tempted in different ways, and that is not who you are. Satan would love to say you are the sum of all your faults, and then convince you that your faults are your identity and who you are. But God has something so much better <laughs> than all the mistakes we make. So think about your life. Uh, what did God make people for? Uh, and then what did he make you and me for specifically? Uh, you're not a mistake. You're not an accident. Every life on earth is made by God. The world is messy and bad things happen uh, because the world's messed up and because people listen to Satan. But God isn't done and he has good things for you. And he made you on purpose and he wants you. So the big question is, do you know why he made you? Uh, I, I have this little car, and it is great at what it does. It can drive for ages in comfort. The air conditioning is so crisp. And it is cheap on gas. I love it. But man, you can barely fit four people in it. Like, the seats don't quite go far enough forwards or far enough back, depending where you are in the car. And man, it's hard to fit three people in the back row. But it's so great on gas. Mm. But then think about a transport. The engine in a transport is literally eight times bigger than my little car. It can carry so much more, though. If my car tows anything, it voids its warranty. But a transport, man, they can carry so much stuff, but totally different, but kind of the same. They're, they're both the same in their purpose that they're supposed to go down the road, but what they do down the road is totally, totally different. So God created you, and you are like every other person in that you're made to know and relate to God. But what does he want you to do? That's, that's for just you. Do you know what it is? He wants to hang out with you, and you with him. But what are you guys going to do together? Figure it out. So that's it. Idea number one, trees. Made to love God, glorify God by being what he made us to be. Idea number two, steel. Uh, there's this old idea, there's this old question, would you rather rust out or burn out? And I heard it last week and it made me laugh, as if those are the only two options. So to clarify, rust out, it's, they're saying, do you want to do nothing all your life? Play it so safe that you become useless from lack of use, that you never do anything because, you know, you don't want to risk anything. There's no dents in the steel, it's just rust and it disintegrates. Oh, that's option number one. Option number two, burnout. Would you rather do way too much and ruin your life in a blaze of glory? Those are not the only two options. Do nothing and do too much. There, there is a middle ground where you do something, hopefully what you're meant to do. 
So what are you made to do? But the, uh, the difference between these two options, rust and burnout, both are solved with one thing, maintenance. So infrared, that's idea number three. Uh, not rust out or burnout, but maintenance. Infrared. My dad, uh, he does so many things. He's had so many jobs. But in the 90s, he was uh, reliability engineering maintenance with infrared thermography, which means he had a fancy camera. Uh, the camera was worth more than our house that his job supplied. He'd walk around his plant, DuPont in Kingston, and he'd take pictures. And the camera would take infrared pictures, show you the temperature of something. It shows hot spots. Uh, so I was asking him about this, and he said hot spots in electrical things mean there is something loose. And when an electrical connection where like a wire is attached to something, if that's loose, if you can wiggle it, uh, it'll heat up. And when it heats up, it causes more resistance. And resistance in wires makes more heat, which makes more resistance, which makes more heat until there's an electrical fire. And then whatever this wire was in is literally on fire because a wire was loose. And then it starts to burn lots of things down. Man, it ruins everything it touches. So that's what he took pictures of with electrical wires, but also mechanical things, you know, like machines, motors, those sort of things. Uh, imagine just like a little bit of grit, sand, dust, whatever it is. It gets in there and it starts to rub and it starts to wear things down. If machines get loose just, just a little, they start to rub and they jostle and wiggle. And it heats up and it wears down and rubs more and wears down and rubs more and it makes this heat loop, same as the electrical. But the, the tolerances on the, some of the machines he'd work on, they were a thousandth of an inch, one one thousandth, not a hundredth, not a sixteenth of an inch. What is that? I, we don't speak inches very much anymore. Uh, it's 0.3 millimeters. Uh, what's that? It's like two sheets of paper or one human hair. If there's that much difference in these machines, they'd start to heat up and start to break down. Well, what happens if they break down? If one hair width changes in a machine's part? Well, uh, if you catch it early, it's super cheap, super easy. It's this multi-million, billion dollar business making all their plastic at DuPont. And just a little attention, just tighten down that wire or fix that one worn out part. Uh, it was, they'd plan when these things would get replaced in these he'd take pictures and then say well that one needs to get replaced the next time we we take a shutdown um, and it would be like two hundred dollars and 20 minutes of work some guy would get a ladder go up change the part it's done 20 minutes pennies versus if they miss one and the machine broke uh, these machines made so much money it would cost i think they made a quarter million or a half million dollars a day in these machines. So if it shut down for four days, like when a machine broke and started fire and all the plastic had to be like chipped out and then a new thing installed, it would take four days to fix and $2 million of loss versus 200 bucks in 20 minutes, 96 hours or 20 minutes of work. And it's not just like eight hours and go home. They would work around the clock for four days to fix this thing that could have been fixed in 20 minutes. Just a little maintenance, it goes a long way. This little thing worked in can cause so much bigger problems. Like think about when you have a rock in your shoe. We, we get it out because if it stays there and you keep walking and walking and walking, it makes a blister and the blister pops and rips and then you have a cut and then you can't walk because of a rock. Just take the rock out. Or like oil. 
they, they put oil in these machines to keep the parts from rubbing. There's two things moving incredibly fast over and over and over again. How do you keep them from rubbing and wearing that hair width down? Oil. And it's a, it, it fixes things because they never actually touch. They never really rub each other wrong, even though they're really close. So in real life, uh, not just machines, but in me and you, God has a chill for you, a peace that problems won't take away. And it's like an oil that keeps you from getting rubbed by all the problems of the world. It can be stronger than your anxiety. It's that, it's that awesome. This oil keeps the friction out. It doesn't wear and tear and get to you. He has peace for you. But you gotta keep the oil on, you gotta keep it fresh. And lastly, this electrical idea. You gotta tighten up these connections. Make sure life doesn't shake them loose. Uh, these wires get shaken loose just by things happening and by somebody bumping into it by mistake or by someone being a jerk and trying to wreck it. God is this, wants to be the source and is meant to be the source of all of your energy and motivation in life. But life is going to try and shake that loose. He wants to fill you up so he can pour through you. Um, but loosen yourself from him or get loosened off by life and not fix it. You'll start to disagree with him. And things will heat up and you'll pull back and it'll ruin your life. God has good stuff for you. The purpose of your life is to be connected to God. And there are, there are lots of ways to connect to God. I don't know what the way is for you. And there are lots of good ways and a, a few wrong ones. Uh, like we, we can't connect to God through sin. That's not how that works. And sin is just when we're selfish and we say, God, I want to do something other than the plan you have for me. He made you. He knows what's best for you and he loves you, he wants to do good stuff for you. So in closing, we've got some questions. Think about the tree. Do I know what God has made me to be? Like generally, do you know what people are about? Because man, the world's messed up. Looking around, we don't know what the purpose is from the news, but, but God wants to tell you what he made people for. And he wants to tell you specifically, what did he make you for? Second part of the tree, am I focused on that purpose? Is that what like I'm, I'm getting up to do the thing that God made me for? Or am I like kind of passively hoping I become good at what I'm created to do, that my destiny just kind of stumbles upon me? Or am I ignoring it or opposing? And am I running from what God wants and fighting it? Hmm. Think about the steel, the, the maintenance of yourself. What are some causes of grit in your life? What's wearing you down? What loosens our connection with God? And don't try not to think generally. Think about what, what loosens your connection. What problem do you have that we could just tighten down a little bit and there would be so much more life? And last question, how can you stay oiled up? What's a way that you can connect with God? He has peace for you. How can you engage with him in the day, uh, in the midst of it all, when life wants to rub you wrong? How can you remember he's with you and covers you? Anyway, I'll see you guys Thursday. It's the All Nighter. It's going to be a great time. Talk to you then.